Hey, it's your boy OG Bernie. This is the Left and Right Podcast. It's distributed all, to all over Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, and whatever podcast blog you can just type the Left and Right at Google, Bing, or however you're able to just type it. You can just type it anywhere. I'm your boy OG Bernie, and let's get to this right now. Let's get to the NBA playoffs right now. And um, for the first time in a dozen plus years, there ain't no LeBron James. So fear not, we ain't got to worry about LeBron James coming out of nowhere just to wreck something. He ain't coming. This is it. LeBron hasn't been in the playoffs since his rookie year. That was 2003. Since then, he's been in every playoff since then. And that's like a span of 14 years or 15 years. However, he's not there this time around. So we'll just, we'll just, get, we'll just get off that note. Who else is now in the playoffs? Washington Wizards are now in the playoffs. As that team has been destroyed. They got rid of Otto Porter Jr. Bradley Bill has been a lone all-star. And John Wall, he's not been healthy. We don't know who's going to get traded between those two. They're going to have to rebuild. Um, what's the highlight this year? Boogie Cousins starting for the Warriors. That deadly five is maybe the greatest starting lineup ever. At the same time, a lot of emotions in that Warrior team that makes you wonder... Can they even sustain a long, lengthy playoff run to get back to the championship? The Knicks tanking. Can they get Zion Williamson? No one knows. LeBron James having second thoughts about even being in L.A. Magic Johnson stepping down. Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, you know, having back and forth issue. Which, which why even I mentioned that? Because they're going to face each other in the first round. Two guys, number zero, is going to face each other. They're going to give all they got. Milwaukee Bucks is number one seed in basketball. The best record also in basketball. Pistons are finally in the playoffs for the first time in so many years. The Nets are in the playoffs for the first time in so many years. The Magics are in the playoffs for the first time in so many years. All three of them, six, seven, and eight, they're all in it despite losing records, but they're in it. Rockets not the two seed or the one seed. They're the number four seed. James Harden, best player in NBA right now, averaged almost 37 points a game this season. Phenomenal stats. He's going to definitely be MVP for second straight year in a row. The Spurs are back in the playoffs for the 21st consecutive year. Tip your hat out for them. The Thunders did nosedive into the playoffs, even though they started out as the number three seed during a half at the, you know, after the All-Star break, and then they just went downhill. Westbrook, third straight year of a triple-double. There was only one triple-double in NBA history, and Russell Westbrook, tied it with Oscar Robinson. Now he's tied. We added two more. Carmelo Anthony started out averaging 13 points for the Rockets, and then he's been demoted. We thought that he was going to get released. He's been stuck in the hell cell of Houston ever since. Never to be seen again. His career might be over. Nowinski and Dwight, um, not Dwight Howard, Dwayne Wade both ended retirements early. Great career for them. Dwight Howard got himself involved in some strange situation. He ain't been seen ever since. They say he got an injury, but he's been outskirted out of this whole NBA landscape. The Nuggets are the number two seed, surprisingly, led by great center in Jokic. And just a talented roster around that team. Warriors, again, number one seed again, despite all the issues and despite nobody wondering what's going to happen to Kevin Durant. This team's still number one seed as they gear up for maybe one last run for the three peat. And hopefully they get it.
Jazz are back into the playoffs. They quietly get back into the playoffs with Donovan Mitchell. Much love to him. And um, what can I say? What can I say? You got a lot of the Celtics. Kyrie got two feet out the door. Also, I don't think he wants to play in Boston no more. Victor Oladipo for the Pacers has been gone for the rest of the season, and yet the Pacers have still been playing 500 ball ever since. 76ers, number three seed, Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, those four guys right there. Then you got JJ Redick. They make they can they can contend for championship. Who knows? The Raptors with Kawhi Leonard. Nobody thought that Kawhi Leonard was even going to play in Toronto. From there, he got them to the number two seed. And one of the best defensive teams in all basketball. First time in NBA history, every team scored over 100 points a game. None but a lot of offenses that's been played out this season. But I'm pretty sure that's going to be limited by the playoffs with whatever defense comes out of this. So let's get to each topic section by section. And I'll tell you who's going to win it in a short span of two minutes each. All right, let's get started. All right, we'll start with the Eastern Conference. We're going to get this out the way as quickly as possible. I don't want to stay too long on this episode because there's a lot more happening in the world right now. And... I don't want to waste, you know, just like I said, I don't want to waste no time. So, first and foremost, let's talk about the Eastern Conference, as I said once again. And we got the Bucks versus the Pistons. Now, the Bucks are the, got the best record in all of basketball, surprisingly. Their head coach, the same head coach that led the Hawks to a 66 win record, what, I'll give it, what, a, mm, what's it, five years ago when the Hawks was really playing good? When you had solid players like Millsap, when you had Al Horford, um, who else? Was Schroeder in there? Yes, Schroeder. I believe you had Jeff Teague. I believe you had Kyle Korver. It was, it was a solid team. Not the best team, but they had. But this team played well. They played. They played great defense, and they didn't have really a superstar on that offense. They, but they all played well to a point where there was four All Stars that came out of that club. This Milwaukee Bucks team got a lot of offense between Eric Bledsoe, Brogdon, Chris Middleton. All these guys could be all-stars. Chris Middleton was an all-star this year. Brog, um, Bledsoe can definitely be an all-star on a, on a stellar season. And the guy that runs this whole show is Giannis Akademapuko. He, is, he, is, he could be maybe the face of the whole NBA when LeBron leaves. 24 years old this, this guy in his fifth year he's he's terrifying but in a great way because he can just destroy everybody at will just dunking i guess once he adds his three point once he had his once he gets his three point range nobody's touching him his style is similar to lebron james and this team is just this team is just lifted off to the number one seed in the east and the best record in all of basketball and you got to tip your hat off to that. What do that mean? Any success down the road? Who knows? But we're not even going to get past that. We're going to just worry about the first round. And they faced the Pistons team that ain't been in the playoffs in the, but over four years. 
they're back. Also, also the Nets and also the Orlando. Shout out to all of them also. They all ain't been in the playoffs in two plus years. So, just shout out to all of them. Um, when Blake Griffin got traded last year, I think it was last year or maybe early this year. No, it was last year. No one, no one expected that to happen. Now with a full year under his belt, right now, he was able to got, get this team. You know, they they fought, but they fought uh, they fought enough to get into the playoffs. I don't believe he's able. I don't think he's gonna be able to play the first round because he's hurt. But they still got Andre Drummond. They still got a solid team around them. But even with Andre Drummond, even with Blake Griffin, if he is healthy to come back. Too much of the Bucks right now. That's gonna just overpower this Pistons. I don't. The Pistons, like I said, they're they're missing a couple pieces where they can take that next level. They're not there. Blake Griffin is a you know great. He's still he can he still he can still play at an All Star level, even if he's not the Clippers land no more. He can still play at an All Star level, and he can rise above it. But him and Andre Drummond, they're not enough to, to stop Giannis. They're not enough to stop Middleton. Brogdon, Lopez, this team, you know, offensively and defensively is one of the top five teams in basketball. And as I said, Giannis, Giannis is, Giannis is a difference maker offensively and defensively. I expect a sweep. If anything, Pistons get a win at, at home. But that's that's as far as the Pistons again. Especially if Blake Griffin do not play, I'm giving my money on the Bucks. Bucks will get him in a sweep, if not five. Two seven matchup. Two seven matchup. We got the Raptors versus the Magics. Shout out to the Magics. As I said on the last topic, they're in the playoffs for the first time in so many years, but five years. Shout out to the Magics. Um, I'm not aware of their roster per se. You know, I don't really, I, like I said, I don't, I'm not big on watching primetime television. And when I do watch primetime television, they're not featured in it. I'm not saying they're a horrible team, but they're not one of them teams that you look at marquee matchups. But they're, they're there, so at the number seven seed. They got to face the Toronto Raptors club that's got the maybe one of the best two-way players in basketball today. Kawhi Leonard, he's an all-pro any type, any year, you can consider. This guy don't say much. He just let the work do the job. And he's the guy that can get about 24, 25 points a game. About two, maybe three, two steals, maybe three. A couple of block shots. He's a, I said best two. I think he's maybe, if not the best two-way player in basketball. Um... Offensively, he he puts the numbers up, and defensively, he's just as he's just as great as offensively. So, and then you gotta. This is a whole new. I'm not saying this is a new Raptors club, but this is a there's a lot of young people that I'm not aware of. You st- and you still got Kyle Lowry. Yeah, you might have lost to Marco Rosa, but you got Danny Green that can shoot the three. This team, if you think about it, when they made that trade with Kawhi. And DeMarc Rosa, both teams, you know, they kind of benefited. Both of them is in playoffs, both Spurs and Raptors. So 
Nobody really took a true L. Um, the Raptors, as I said, this they're they're here. They're 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 where they need to be at the number two seed. They won the division for the second straight year, and I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give the Raptors in six games. Um, it can go either way. I'm not saying that the Raptors. I don't. I think the Raptors could sweep, but at the same time, they're not going to sweep. I think the Magic's will. You have to. If you think about it, the Magic's can. They're not. When you match them up, automatically there's still there's a couple of key components. With the Magic's, that I think they're a little bit better than the Raptors. But matchup wise, I think the Raptors is gonna manhandle the Magic's. I say six games because um, the Magic's. Magic's the like the Magic's got a lot of momentum on their side, and anytime you got momentum, momentum always is big, and it momentum always you know it can take you to a different level, and I think if the Magic's go on their momentum, I think the Magic's can they can do they can they can play the Cinderella role, and they do play the Cinderella role. Cinderella role that means Kawhi Leonard will be out of Toronto quicker than he even got there. It's all in the grand scheme of things for him to get to LA. Either it's the Lakers or Clippers. Wherever he goes, he's still in Toronto for this next foot until this playoff ends. I don't think Toronto is gonna try to exit this early, not this early in the playoffs over a losing record magic team. So the Raptors in six games. I think it'll be decided and I think that's how it's gonna go. Three six three six matchup. We got the Philadelphia 76ers against the six seed New York. Well, ooh, I'm bugging Brooklyn Nets. I was I've been so much dumbfounded about the Nets right now. I'm still calling them New Jersey, but Brooklyn Nets. I got a New Jersey hat and a Brooklyn hat. Both got the Nets on it. It's kind of crazy, but whatever. Shout out to Brooklyn. They're back. First time in about four or five years that. They're back in the playoffs. And um, they're led by maybe the most improved player in all of basketball, only D'Angelo Russell, former number two draft pick. He had his, you know, his, I would I would say, a little tumultuous um, couple of years. I think the first two years with the Lakers. Then they got, they drafted Alonzo Ball to be the future, quote unquote. So, you know. Along with, um, I forgot that center. He was a busted down player from the Knicks that got got so much money from the Lakers, and then he was a bum, and then he got traded with the you know the Angelo Russell to the Nets. And when this year started, he was a bench player, and then after it was I think Levert, I think Gerard, Levert, I don't know his name, but Levert was a point guard at the first, and he got hurt. Russell stepped in and he played like he's playing lights out ever since, averaging 20, about 22, 23 points a game. He went his first All Star appearance. He's been playing lights out. He's by far the most improved player in the NBA, and hopefully he wins it. But nonetheless, this guy has led the Nets back to the playoffs for the first time in four years. There's a different field in Brooklyn. You got a young Jared Allen, who's one of the best shot blockers in all of basketball, and 
he keeps playing the way he's playing, he could be a future, you know, top five center in basketball. He's not there yet, but he's getting there. You got D Den Willow, Den yeah, Den Willow. If I'm, if, I'm, if I'm messing up your name, I'm sorry. But you got you got this young, you know, wing player shooting it. Joe Harris, he can hit the threes. He was he led basketball his three point percentage is around forty seven percent. So he can shoot it at will, which is a plus for the next team. That's you know, that's gonna that's gonna have the need to rely on shots like him and Russell to even face the seventy sixes club with none but a potential you know lineup of greatness right there. We see it when you look at them. We got a point guard who's six for ten. You got a six for ten point. If you got a six for ten point guard that can pretty much do it all, he's a he's a superstar in my eyes. I think other than the free throws and his three point shooting, you can't you can't really stop you know Ben Simmons. Hopefully he can improve on his jump shot, and if he can do that, I don't think anybody can really stop him. He's a triple double machine on a great game. And I think that's I think Ben Simmons will be, is going to be the key in this in this first round matchup. And if he can if he can you know put it together, they'll be they'll be able to handily beat the Nets. Do I believe it's going to be a sweep? Nope. I just like I said with the two seven matchup, I think this would be six games. If this is a divisional game, if you think about it, both in the same Atlantic division, so they're going they know each other. They played each other a couple times, so I think the Nets know what to do with the, in this case of the 76ers. And 76ers know what to do with the Nets. MB, if MB stays healthy, which hopefully they do, they do have him healthy for the whole series, he'll be the difference maker. You got the Pius Harris, you got JJ Reddick, you got Jimmy Butler. These guys can score. This lineup right here can score. And, you know, if any one of them, if not all of them, goes off for that 76ers club, including TJ McConnell, that whole bench, if they can, you know, you know, string some great quarters against this Nets team, then automatically 76ers got this. I'm saying the 76ers in six, and that's why I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see this being a seven-game series. If I'm the 76ers, you do not want this being a seven-game series, because if you do, you might have an issue getting into the next round, depending on if you have to face the Magics or if you face the Raptors. You don't want that. So I believe the 76ers in six. And to finish off, and to finish off this Eastern Conference first round matchup, 4-5-4-5 matchup, we got the number four seed, Celtics against the number five seed Pacers. Or am I mistaken? No, I'm not mistaken. Four seed Celtics and fifth seed Pacers. It got me confused because the Celtics haven't really been playing well this season. The whole chemistry on that team is all delusional. Kyrie Irving, he's got two feet out the door. All the talks about him wanting to sign a long a long-term contract with this Celtics team is gone. We don't know what we're gonna get. Jason Tatum has had a sophomore slump. Jalen Brown has been demoted back to the bench, and he's—I like Jalen Brown. I think he's a solid player. He ain't been—he's—he's he's been struggling. Now on the bright side, Morris, you know, Marquise Morris has really stepped up his game. Marcus Smart has stepped up his game. 
even though now he's hurt, hopefully he gets back into you know once the once this you know round is over if they get past this. And um, they still got Al Horford. Al Horford is still one of the best players all around on that team. He can he's definitely a great influencer. So you gotta you gotta love that he gives that positive energy to this team no matter what. And they're gonna need it because despite. On paper, this team should be able to sweep the Pacers. That's not the case. This team is dysfunctional. We don't know what you're going to get with Kyrie right now. Hopefully, Kyrie can beat the Kyrie that we saw in Cleveland during the playoffs runs with LeBron James. And he can he can bust a move. He's not hurt right now. He, he's, he's, in a, he's in a playoff right now for the first time as a Celtic. I hope that he can pull something off and get this team going. And I think once this team starts winning again and start going on wins and streaks... Deep into the playoff, I think they, which I think they can. I think they can be a team that can be in the Eastern Conference Finals against maybe the Milwaukee Bucks if, you know, Kyrie busts the move and, you know, shows what he can do. And Gordon Hayward, he's, he's definitely he's, he's playing better now. He's definitely playing a lot more better than we, we all thought. And that's key. If his team can't stop the Pacers without Victor, Victor Oladipo, then they're in trouble. Now to the Pacers... Victor Olympendipo, he's he's gone. He's out for the rest. He was all he's been gone for the rest of the season since January. This team so far has maintained and you know that's just it. Once he went once he went down, we didn't hear much about the Pacers. I sure didn't. From all the primetime matchups that was on TV, I definitely didn't see the Pacers on there. They have still been able to maintain They've been able to maintain just whatever they had to maintain. By the time you know everything was said and done, they was they was handling the business, and then Victor got hurt, and now, despite you know they ain't, despite the record they got right now, this record is not a bad record. When Victor Oladipo got hurt, this team was in a they they was in a steady you know they had a steady record. They was the top three teams in in all of basketball at the time, and well in the East. Then he gets hurt. This team you know. They go up and down like a roller coaster, but they maintained the pace and they held on long enough to even get to himself to the fifth seed. And and do I think they got a chance against the Celtics? No. I think if if this is one if this is one matchup, I can say that this could be a sweep. This would be this matchup. I strongly feel like the Celtics will sweep the Pacers. I don't think the Pacers is gonna. I don't think the Pacers got enough offense in them that can pull down, you know, a streak where they can stop the Celtics. The problem is the Celtics also, their issues with the Celtics is the Celtics could only beat the Celtics. And if that does happen, this is going to be a long series. I wish it was a sweep because I think if it is a sweep, then we know that the Celtics are good. You just needed to get past the regular season and really focus on the playoffs. And this, the roster they got right now, playoff experience, they were just one game away last year without Gordon Haywood and Kyrie. You got those two back. There's no excuse right now for the Celtics. It's playoffs or bust. Celtics are going to edge this out in about six. I think Celtics, Celtics are their worst enemy also. On paper, because of the experience, this team should be the number one seed. They're not for their for the reasons I just told you. They can't get themselves out of their own trouble. The chemistry that they got right now don't really mix well. And Brad Stevens, if you believe it or not, he's on a hot seat. 
if he can't get them, if he, if, if he don't get back to the Eastern Conference and he gets knocked out in this round, I think he's going to go. So they got to get the, they gotta beat this Pacers team, at least beat this Pacers team. One eight one eight matchup in the Western Conference with the Golden State Warriors, the defending two-time champions, winner of three out of the last four finals, and the best lineup on paper ever. Number All Stars, All Pros, guys who can just play lights out, playmakers, shooters. This team can't be really be stopped, and. I'm giving this a sweep completely. I feel like this Warriors team can't really be stopped. And that's not a that's not a disrespect to the Clippers. I feel like the Clippers right now, especially the especially how they gutted out this whole roster and they, yet they still kept winning. Shows you how great of a coach Doc River is. So let's Jerry West, he was he might be a consultant, but at the same time, he's still in the front office right now, you know, telling you how to, you know, build a team properly and how to, you know, get it off the ground and how to do this, even without main guys. And without the main stars on this team, this Clippers team can still play lights out. They they play and they play lights out defensively also. They give it their guts and their heart and their soul to make this work. And for them to even be even with a winning record, does it be in that playoff position? You gotta tip your hat off to the Clippers. The problem is the Clippers fell into the wrong seed because they gotta face the Warriors. Now the Warriors, the only the only team that's gonna face the Warriors will be the Warriors, which means the Warriors at any given time could implode on themselves. But in this case, right now, in this first in this round, unlike yeah last year's first round, Steph Curry's healthy. Steph Curry is gonna let it rip on this Clippers club. This is a heated rivalry team. This is both they both know each other. I expect this to be as physical as possible. Somebody might get hurt. Clippers in a sweep. Don't at me. I'm just gonna keep it short and simple because I don't feel like the Clippers got enough manpower against this Warriors team. And in fact, like Demarcus Cousins now in his first ever playoff appearance. He's been playing for about ten years. He's never been in the playoffs in his life. He gets the opportunity to be in the playoffs. He is going off on everybody. Draymond Green is going to still be Draymond Green. The Splash Brothers is going to still be the Splash Brothers. And Durant is going to show everybody again why he's the best one-on-one player in basketball. It's a sweep. Don't at me, I said. Warriors. Two seven two seven matchup. We got the Denver Nuggets. This is shout out to the Denver Nuggets because I didn't expect them to be in the playoffs, let alone this number two seed. But I'll tell you why. They face the, the, the savvy number seven seeds, San Antonio Spurs. And I'll tell you why on the Spurs also. The Nuggets, this team on paper, doing you know they're a young bunch of you know well oiled young guys like Murray and Harris. Gary, yeah, Gary Harris, um, Jamal Murray. They got Isaiah Thomas, don't get me wrong, because Isaiah Thomas can play lights out, especially off the bench. I'm happy he's back on the bench right now 
getting getting starter minutes off the bench because on any given day Isaiah Thomas can go off, and you know he's he's getting he's getting he's getting a chance to shine right now in the playoffs. Um, with this team all around, I didn't think they was gonna be the number two seed. The fact that they are the number two seed, they got a better record than the Rockets. They've been playing well. They got a great home field in Denver. The elevation right there. They can just play. They can just play their level of basketball, and it's gonna be the difference for them to get as high as they can. And their center, you can uh, you can honestly say maybe after Joel Embiid, he's the best he could be. He's the he's up there as the best center in basketball. He can get a triple double at ease if he wanted to. He can if he if he wanted to average a triple double also a game he could easily do that also. He's just he's there. He's a big body. He can shoot. You already know he's gonna get the rebounds, and he's a he's a he's a well he's a well pass. He's a great he's a young great passer. He gets his he get the people around him open, and as long as he does that, he is the focus point. If he can do that on a nightly basis, just just doing what he's doing right now, the Nuggets really can't be stopped. Because who are you really gonna who are you gonna stop with a big body like that that knows how to play the game? Malone has really made this Nuggets team. Very, very well. And against the Spurs team, shout out to the Spurs because the Spurs are in the playoffs for the twentieth, 21st consecutive year. I believe that's maybe the most all time, especially led by one head coach and Popovich, who's who's done it all pretty much. He's, you can say he's maybe the greatest coach of our era, after Phil Jackson, Craig Popovich. And he's a great executive. We we need we need to talk about that. He knows what to do when it comes to trading and drafting and you know and getting people from free agency. He got rid of Kawhi Leonard. This team still was able to get get to the playoffs regardless. But Marcus Aldridge, he stepped up his game this year. Demar Derosa, he stepped up. He's definitely stepped up his game right now. And I guess you got you got you got you got you got young guys on that team also. This is a this is a change right now. This is not like the Tim Duncan team or Tony Parker or Ginobili. This is the difference. This is different lineup right now. You got a lot of young players. You know, not one we don't know of yet, but you still got Patty Mills. This is a this is a this is a different bunch right now. More than it's different from what Popovich had, you know, back in his heydays. But yet this team is still successful in winning games. Popovich always got his players out there with a lot of heart playing. And as long as Popovich is still at the helm of San Antonio, this team ain't missing no playoffs anytime soon. I think the and I think the day that he does miss the playoffs, that's probably the day he retire. And this roster doesn't look like it's, it's going anywhere. Um, I, I would say they need a few more pieces, but if you want me to make an upset pick right now on who I feel like can really pull the upset, it would be the Spurs against the Nuggets. And my heart, keep my heart, want to say the Spurs because I feel like the Spurs can really put the upset. And the experience that Popovich got right now, this will be an upset, even how well the Nuggets has played. But the Nuggets, they don't really got a veteran. They're not, they've never been here before. Most of the young guys have never been into this scenario in the playoffs before. That also plays a factor against a guy who knows how to stop, how to, how to get, you know, how to get a team going, how to stop somebody. 
And these players on the Nuggets team, all you need to do is get rattled to a point where you just having one awful night. Therefore, upset, upset. This is my upset. I am picking the Spurs to beat the Nuggets in seven games. Popovich has been in the playoffs. He knows what's at stake. He knows the scenario when he's facing a team. You give him a couple days to prepare himself to get this team going. He's like Bill Belichick. You give him, a, you give him about a day to prepare. He'll pick this team apart one by one, and he he knows how to do it. He studies he studies the game. He knows how players react. He knows what gets them going. He wants to get them ticking. I am picking the Spurs in the upset against the Nuggets, and there's no. I'm not trying to disrespect this Nuggets team, but you gotta be. I gotta keep it 100. We're looking at the greatest coach of our of our generation, and Craig Popovich, and he's, you know, this team on paper matches up well against his Nuggets team. Now, if the Nuggets go off on a streak right now and just start shooting out out of the whole gym, the Spurs don't got a chance. But if Popovich can have his team start, you know, frustrate this young. Nuggets team, I think the Spurs can really, they can do it. I'm picking the Spurs in the upset. I haven't did it yet, but this is going to be upset. Spurs, Spurs set up seven games against the Nuggets, and that's where I stand. Okay, 3-6-3-6 mashup. 3-6-3-6 mashup. One corner, we got the Portland Trailblazers. Other corner, we got the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, we gonna, we're just going to talk about the Trailblazers. Trailblazers got embarrassed last year. They were the three seed last year. They got embarrassed, rightfully so, by the New Orleans Pelicans. And it was a sweep. They went. They they said they shook. They shocked the NBA world and just swept the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers on paper, they can match up against anybody, and other than beating themselves up, they can go deep into the playoffs if they want to. Do I feel like? Do I feel like personally about the Trailblazers team? They all. I do. I to an extent, they might be a little overrated. I don't. McCollum. McCollum, he can listen. He can, he's solid, but he's not a superstar. He's somebody that can give you about 20, 22 points a game, but as far as being a superstar, no, no. He's a nice, he's a nice, you know, B player along with Dame Lillard, and Lillard, you know, Lillard be killing himself too much making erratic shot selection. I think if he could cut down on the nonsense and just play his style play like he used to play like he normally plays. I think Damian Lillard, you know, he can't he can't be stopped. Um Nurkic, I don't I don't I'm not sure his availability, but he's a solid center. He can he can play very well at the five spot. And I I believe this is also I I believe this is gonna be an upset also. I think the Thunders Thunder, I think the Thunder matched up very well against this team. Both in this, I believe the same. Both in the same division, also. So, this team match up well against them. Um, you just gotta watch out for pretty much. I guess the, 
the Oklahoma City, they, they beat themselves up for the last two straight years. They got into the first round, and they just got they got that they got they got they got beat up, especially against the Jazz last year in, in that seven game series when we all thought that maybe this team will just pull out, you know, to win, but they didn't. It's gonna it's gonna you know it's gonna set in on Russell Westbrook that yo, this is the third straight year. After the rant that I can't get past the first round, how much more do I need to get past? He's gonna get frustrated. It's gonna it's gonna be and it's gonna be daunting for him to wonder, can he even do it? Can he be the guy to lead this Thunder team past the first round? He don't get this done. We there might be a bigger problem right now that we might examine. And you know Billy Donovan, he's going he's gonna get kicked out. You know we can you can use Cole Carmelo. Carmelo was the reason why last year. Carmelo's not there no more. You don't got an excuse. You got to get the job done. Whatever Westbrook did during the regular season when he was able to average a triple-double again for the third straight year, that's unheard of. You got to go back to that. Go back, average a triple-double. Get your players around. But, you know, limit the shots. Limit the, the, you know, erratic shots that's put you in that situation. It's great that you're taking charge. You know, you're doing what you got to do, but... This is not the time for it. It's not time to be a hero. Paul George, hopefully Paul George will get his rhythm back. He's been having shoulder issues. When he can play well, he, he's had a career year. He was like second in scoring other than James Harden. 28 points a game. This guy, this guy, offensively and defensively, as I said, he's one of the best two-way players in basketball. And you already know Russell Wilson, Westbrook. He can just do it all. Steven Adams right there in the five. Get him on a pick and roll. You got you got a couple young shooters right now that can help this Thunder team out. And if they can do that, I could pick. The, I'll say the Thunder is in six. I don't feel like the Thunder is gonna get knocked out the first round this time around. And on paper, I think I feel like the Thunder is a better team than the Trailblazers. And we got the 4-5, 4-5 matchup. And we got one corner, the Houston Rockets. Other corner, we got the Utah Jazz. Now, I'm not even going to even play house money on this because this is not a situation where you can really risk it all. I believe if there's going to be one big sweep, this will be the series. Rockets will sweep the Jazz. Now, everybody's been saying that the Rockets defensively don't look good against this Jazz team. I don't know what makes you think that. No offense to this Utah Jazz club. Donovan Mitchell in his second year right now. He's really been, when you talk about a guy that got in the same draft class as Jason Tatum, Alonzo Ball, Markel Folk, he's he maybe the best, he's been maybe the best guy off that draft. He's back in the playoff for the second straight year. He's looking, he's looking every bit of the franchise player for that team. They haven't had a franchise player since Malone and Stockton, and he fits. He fits. He fits the franchise role. There's no way I see this team getting past the Rockets at all. In fact, I James Harden. I, if I'm James Harden right now, I'm not even having any type of doubt against even being in a long series against this Jazz team, which means this Jazz is gonna get spanked. They're getting swept. I don't got no hope at all for Utah, and Mark and I quote: "I have no hope for you, James." Despite 
them being a fourth seed instead of the number first number one seed that they you know that I think they should have been this year. A lot of injuries happened, and James Harden really had a he really had to grab the, this team by the horn and really prove his dominance. Multiple thirty point games, a forty point game, a fifty point game, even a sixty point game. He averaged almost thirty seven points this season. He's gonna be MVP one more time. He's playing. He's he's by far the the, the best offensive player in basketball now. Nobody's touching James Harden. He from a guy that came from as a bench player from the he, of the Thunder team with the with likes of of Durant, Westbrook, Ibaka, and look at him now. He's a, he's he's proved to be the best player in basketball today. Nobody's touching James Harden. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just talking about strictly James Harden, but he his his proven his worth is a lot more than what the Jazz got, and nobody in the Jazz is touching him right now. Therefore, and then you got Capella. Capella is back right now. A lot of pick and roll is going to be into this. You got Faree. You got Chris Paul, the floor general. He's back right now, and once you got Chris Paul into motion, that's this team is healthy right now. For the first time all year. This team is going to play. They're going to play their best. I don't see the Jazz at all. You know, offensive weapons for offensive weapons. Counteracting what they can do. So, I'm going to make it short and make it simple. Rockets in a sweep. Don't at me. Um, I hope you guys enjoy my latest rant on the NBA playoffs. And any other rants that I may have said on this podcast. So, follow me, Let Burn Rant, L-E-T-B-U-R-N-R-A-N-T. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and yeah. If you got a question for the ask me, letburnrant at gmail.com. And, you know, leave your comments and whatever you don't like about me or about the podcast. And I gladly would not care. Or I will care and take it to consideration. I'm going to go. You enjoy your day. Peace, love, and hair grease. Burn. Hey, it's your boy OG Bernie. You're now live and direct to the Let Burn Red Podcast. Available on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google, and iTunes. Click and enjoy. Burn!